Never heard of the Millennium Fault? Should I have? It's a ship that made the Kepler run less than 12 parsecs. OBS positive. Every, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> ah, everything I know on there is because of you, so that's okay. I'm, Advanced audio I'm just learning OBS. Alert box. Yes. No, yes. It's, there's a lot going on in there. You guys, I did my makeup yes. from my Baby Yoda palette, and my lipstick <gasps> is the Frozen... Look, I have it right here. Look at me. Frozen lipstick Ooh. from Ooh. I like that. Speaking of Frozen, I did research Vikings for this episode. Ooh. You researched Vikings? Most impressive. I researched... Most well, impressive. We'll go, we'll go more into detail, but, like, I did a little <laughs> bit of Viking research. I'm excited. Nice. They give each other swords as wedding presents. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> it's badass. I will now declare myself as a Viking, and I request swords from everyone I know. Um, well... Yes. We, we already have a chatter, guys. Uh, my friend, Normac, or Cameron. Um, <laughs> Hello, Normac. Yeah, he, like said, he said he loves the Galaxy's Edge pick. Thanks, I have plenty of them. Um, you should send me yours. Um, he said, dude, that Luke scene had me damn in near in tears. Ooh. I well, was we need to get into it. Me. Yes. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> um, so... I would just love to start by saying, I'll be honest, when the title was first revealed, just like the, the rescue or whatever, I was thinking of all the ways that this could be a redirect. I was just oh, like, yeah. okay, like they don't actually get to Grogu. And he actually, like, that's our cliffhanger for the season. And I was like, no, no, they can't do that to us because with they the way the reality that. is, yeah, with the way the reality is and the way that seasons are released, they couldn't just leave us on that for like, until further notice, you know? Right. So then I was like, no, right. wait, okay. So yeah. then I had to, like, settle back down. <laughs> settle down. They don't, yeah. they don't pull, like, a Game of Thrones and just have, like, a huge cliffhanger. I mean, they kind of they do it a little bit. But before yeah. we get it too much into it, I guess we can yeah. go ahead and we can just, like, officially start the podcast, right? Yeah, let's go. Okay, all right. Yeah. So, so let me get our background music off so that way we're not... That way you don't have Christmas music playing the entire time of the recording, Cheyenne, because you would love that in editing, right? <laughs> I would. You know, for whatever reason, I just started the Game of Thrones theme song in my head, so that's there you go. <laughs> then there's me. I have the uh, Viking show and the Outlander themes stuck in my head right now. Of course, of course, of course. Gavin's here. Welcome, yeah. Gavin. Yay. Gavin. Friends showed up. I love it. I love it. Rebecca's right. working on it. She's trying to download that app. Oh, Summer said she's there. Yay! She hi. Hi, Summer. I'm only hi, getting Summer. via text because I don't. I don't Fred, I what's up, man? Apps. 
That Ahsoka hole. Oh my gosh. That Ahsoka. There's an there's an Ahsoka emote. There's a Ahsoka emote. Oh, Gavin! Gavin subscribed. Thank you so much. Thanks, Gavin. Oh, Summer said her whole family's watching. Oh yay! Oh hi, babies and dogs and husband. Everyone? That's awesome. Hello. Yes. Hello, friends. We got, we got Palpatine uh, yes. emotes in the chat. Man, this is awesome. Hi, guys. How's it going? This is awesome. All right. Let's get Hi, this friends. started. I know. We haven't done this in so long. <laughs> We're all like... Yes. I think I muted the alerts. Um, okay. I don't know. <laughs> so so you might get stuff in the middle. I don't Great. Sorry. What's the vod It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. All right. So, Cheyenne? You want to officially start us on our journey? Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to another episode slash live recording of Kessel Run Weekly. Uh, I am joined here by Danny and Grace, as per usual. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Pure <laughs> satisfaction. Um, so we are talking about the Mandalorian season two season finale. We're going to try and focus on that. Uh, specific episode chapter 16 the rescue uh but we probably will be referencing um episodes throughout season two maybe even season one if that happens um we are also still going to try and keep it short and sweet so that we can have like a genuine podcast to listen to and it's not three hours long that is very hard for us because we could go on for days so days and days and days yeah let's jump right into it um we are opening on the plant on a planet that i would think looks like lothal a little bit we don't know. I didn't Google it, so I don't know. Um, and it's really just like the intro of the crew that we're about to see for the episode. So that gives us uh, Boba and the Mando walking into a bar. That sounds like the beginning of a joke. Um, yes. You're not wrong. Maybe I'm not right. Those. It's because um, it is. It's because it is a joke. Um, and Bo and her little pack of wolves are sitting there. And we get the the Bo-Katan and Boba tension. How do you guys feel about that? I love Ooh. it so much. <laughs> like the whole time, every every bit of the conversation, where it was like, uh, I've uh, I've heard your voice before. I, I've, I've I've seen your your face hundreds of times. And the the literally the lashback, the well, mine's gonna be the last one you see. I was like, yes, 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 yes. Good line. <laughs> yes. I loved it. Like, I had chills the entire freaking time. Mm-hmm. Grace? Yeah. I I just... I love the fact that... And this is, like, just the whole season, I guess. And, like, the first season as well. I love that we're getting so many different definitions of Mandalorian. Like, through the whole thing. I agree. Um... Because, like I said, I did do some research. There is, a like, a definitive definition of Mandalorian. Okay. What is it? Allow me to read it yeah. for you. It's <laughs> like, tell us. Mandalorian. The Mandalorians. The Mandalorians were a clan-based cultural group that was composed of members from multiple species, all bound by a common creed, culture, and code. Okay. Multiple so, species. yeah. Because, uh, like, it allows there. for, like, yeah. I mean, I have, like, IRL examples, but, like, let's talk space examples. Um, <laughs> space examples. Well, so I'm, I'm, I'm interested in your uh, real-life examples, because I know you said yeah. you did a lot of research, and for anybody, I like, did. just joining us, can you, like, give them a little insight into you? Like, why this is interesting to you? Okay. 
so I'm a history major. Uh, I've been studying for about four years now, four and a half at this point. I'm graduating in December of next year with my bachelor's in history, and then I'm going for a master's program after that. So, yeah, I'm the historian of Castle Run Weekly, um, and I also volunteer and help out with a couple different historical societies. She keeps it so, together. She's a yeah. history major to the point where she has a history ghost friend. So that's a whole I other do, story. And it's, that's that's a, that's for the phasmo, the phasmophobia stream eventually. Oh, that's oh happening. Listen, I haven't even yeah, watched. I won't even watch those streams. I'm scared. Oh, but you have to watch ours. Yeah. It'll be fun. I, I promise. I'll watch ours because yeah. I love you guys. But I might close my eyes. I might just be there and chat. I mean, I'll be closing my yeah. eyes the entire um, time too. So, but, <laughs> that game terrifies yeah, me. Yeah. So. I did historical research into this. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to like, dive into it. So I think like the most, at least obvious to me, but maybe not obvious to other people is like when you're discussing like clans, a lot of people make comparisons mm -hmm. to like Viking culture and to like Norse kind of stuff as well as like yeah. the Scottish clans and all of that kind of thing, like with their whole creeds and swearing fealty and all that kind of thing. Um, it's very common for those types of practices, which is where the idea of Mandalore kind of came from. Okay. Because, like, they have the same sort of idea of, like, I'm going to swear allegiance to you and, like, I'm going to serve you for, like, the better the betterment of Mandalore and, like, the betterment of the people, in a way. Would, would that um, also you don't necessarily to their, have to... like, dedication to weapons? Yes. Okay. Um, you don't have to be blood-related in order to, like, be a part of the clan system, which I think is, like, Maybe. really interesting. So you I could be, like, what... adopted into stuff, so... While yeah. we're talking about the clan stuff, because I know it's on the forefront of, like, a lot of people's minds, um, I think uh, mm -hmm. Normac actually mentioned it just a second ago in the chat. Um, so so while we're talking about the clans and yeah. all this other kind of stuff, why wouldn't Bo take the Darksaber from Din? Like, mm -hmm. like why? Okay. So, so because we actually um, see her take it from Sabine. Sabine mm -hmm. just hands it to her in mm -hmm. Rebels. And she's like, cool, I'm the leader now. So, so, so why? I have a legit answer for that. Let's hear it. So, that is because it's a hereditary thing. So, okay. it's, it's, well, it's a hereditary thing in the sense of, like, the reason why Sabine handed it to Bo-Katan is because Satine was the Duchess of Mandalore. She ruled Mandalore. She was essentially, like, clan chief, if we're using clan terminology. She was, like, the top tier. When she died, it immediately goes to Bo-Katan, because she would be the next in line so to inherit Mandalore. Yeah, so, like, Sabine recognized that, and because of that, handed it to Bo-Katan. Essentially, like, Sabine because she's, like, a true Mandalorian in Bo-Katan's eyes? Is that why? Yes. Okay. Okay. Because that's also kind of like how it worked historically in a way. So, it's so like a little hard to explain, but... So no, you're saying yeah, that because they're of the same house and 
Bo-Katan is the natural next heir to, not Sabine, Satine. So, Sabine, now, Satine was not part of Clan Wren, though, right? Or is this more of like a, I see you as the chief in charge kind of thing? She wasn't associated with the clan that Bo-Katan was in. However, because she was of noble origin and she was from like house crazy or something like that like one of like the Christ. founding yeah. houses i guess yeah okay. that's uh, what your face was from where Vizla, that came from i guess is also a founding house and Vizla is the one that made the dark saber right yes so maybe because she's i believe Vizla, yes. that also plays a role into it possibility mm-hmm. Um, like, well, made it, so I'll yeah. just take it. <laughs> Fred in the chat said that uh, a theory he's seen floating around is Sabine found it after Maul abandoned it and didn't want, didn't win it in battle, thus giving her the ability to hand it over rather than not have to fight. Oh, because she didn't fight to get that it. So, yeah. so it didn't technically belong to her at that point. Yeah, she was just kind of like I like that. Yeah, harboring it. Temporarily, I am curious because kind I of feel like, how like... harvest child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm curious to know the child is the dark saver. <laughs> Plot twist, right? Um, Chaos I want to know how like uh how the conversation is gonna go because he's not gonna want to fight her, but he will because of who he is. You know, he's just kind of like go with the flow mm-hmm. kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but she obviously seems hesitant, you know, and he says he doesn't want to fight her. So the, the either inevitable moment of them fighting, is it just going to be him like giving it up or there's going to be rules? She's going to be like, you can't just give it up in the middle of the fight or like, I don't know. Neither of them is going to die. You know, we Um, know that already. So what's going to happen? This is... This is a slight, this is not a historical reference, but I'm going to make a Marvel reference here. Okay. Uh, Wakanda. How, Ooh. like, the the whole, so, like, oh. when, yeah, that whole, like, dual thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. The whole, like, passing on the thing of the Black Panther. That's essentially what they're doing, in a way. And not only did that exist in Marvel, yes, it also existed historically across all of the cultural references in one way or another, really depending mostly on the context of the situation. Mm -hmm. So, like, there isn't an exact situation of, like, oh, I'm going to fight you to become chief or whatever. Yes, it happens, but, like, it it depends because clan politics is complicated. I can just Just see... Just like Mandalorian politics is complicated. I can just see Din Djarin, like, they actually, like... Season three, they open up and they're that that's the fight right off. It's, it's Bo versus Din. And literally like it's like they start to fight, they like clank together, throw a few punches, and then he acts like he sprains his leg. He's like, Oh no, I yield. <laughs> like, take your freaking sword. Yeah. I don't want Survival it. minus ten. Right. Yeah, like, I Oh, I gotta add this little little question. Of my notes. <laughs> um, so this all I'm gonna like kind of put us back into the finale. Um, as far yeah, as sorry, specific tangent. Oh no, that was a necessary tangent. It was the most important information. Well, second, equally most important information as some other things that we're gonna talk about. It was on the front but, of my mind. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got to get it out, you know? Um, and a lot of the things that I wrote notes about are like, keep it, keeping me in line. You guys know I need that. <laughs> um, but this part is like just the Dr. Pershing part. I had a question for you guys. It's okay. kind of irrelevant to the storyline. Those two pilots, they, so when I first saw them and was like checking on their banter and all that, I thought that they were those two, you know, remember like, this is not their names. You guys are going to laugh at me, but like Tim and Tam, I don't know who they were. Their oh, names I know who you're talking these, about. I think it was like Tag and somebody. Uh, Tag and Bink. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't remember wrong. where they're from. Where are they from? Oh, how they're they're a, uh, a Legends comic. Like, they were going to oh, be yeah. canonized in Solo, but they never made it into the movie. They weren't. So I thought it was I remember them. that now. They killed each other, so I was like, maybe not. It's not them. <laughs> It's not them. So anyways, that was totally off topic that I needed to get on the test. Dr. Pershing brings up another major part of the finale, which is the dark troopers. Um, So basically they're just like, what are you talking about? Like there's, there's only like probably half the crew and um, a puppy (laughs) and the dark troopers. He reveals it's like, Oh, well getting rid of the human was like the last issue. Um, so they're droids, and Mando looks at Cara Dune, and they just kind of, like, share this, like, quick glance, and I want to know if Cara's, like, seen them before, or heard of them before, because Mando obviously hasn't heard of literally any of this, maybe, like, in the slightest, you know, like, he's aware of the Empire and the Republic, blah, blah, blah. Um, I have a theory. Significant? What's your theory, Grace? Um, Cara bested them in combat and let them live. Hmm. Could she not? They are like, she just escape. But they are like terrified because she almost killed them, and therefore, don't bring it up. <laughs> don't talk. So, so is this like a uh, like a Thanos to Scarlet Scarlet Witch kind of thing? Of a, I don't even know who you are. Where she's like, yeah, I don't know who you are, but they're like, I remember you, <laughs> Drop Trooper. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> This is another dumb question, but I just haven't ever taken the time to Google it. What does Drop Trooper mean? So, to my knowledge, and I could be wrong, chat, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I I think it's the same kind of along the lines of like a shock trooper, like you're down front lines, like you're bringing the big guns hot and heavy right out of the gate. So like when they needed something blown up, needed something done, that's where she was, was front lines. I just like imagined her like dropping out of the sky and I was like... That's probably not far from true. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, maybe. Um, so, dark troopers pop up in and out the whole time, kind of, um, as far as mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of queue up <laughs> once they all get on the ship. Um, I am jumping ahead, but I'm going to bounce around. Um, but they start up as soon as they get on the ship and Gideon kind of realizes that he might be in more danger than he thinks. Um, And we see some very intense fighting, what I would consider intense fighting, between one and Mando and Din. Um, Before they even start fighting, their trooper theme did not have to go that hard. Oh my god, that was so cool. It was freaking dubstep in Star Wars! It's so good. (laughs) It's so good. Yes. It's like house music, <laughs> but it's Star yes. Wars. 
It's it, it's the Lu- soundtrack. Ludwig Gordonson? Is that how you say his oh. last name? That's the same guy that I did think... Solo? Hold on. Uh, I don't Cause I, I think I don't know if he did Solo, actually. I think he's um, the same one that did Solo. Or he's Rogue the one, one that does the main theme and everything, but he, he did that as well. But, like, that was... I think we're getting someone else. It was, like, awesome. Part of the soundtrack, it too. It was amazing. It made, it, um, it made them more terrifying to me. Like... Me, too. The whole... the All the Dark Troopers gave me Terminator vibes the entire time. Also, their, like, shape of their eyes was creepy. Yeah. I love... Okay. Can I just talk about the helmet design for a second? Yeah. It immediately made me think of uh, the Purge Troopers in Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. Ooh, Ooh immediately. yeah. Like, as soon as I saw them, I was like, Tr- my Sith girlfriend is going to show up and stab someone. <laughs> <laughs> like, Could you imagine? That would be way too much. Yeah, so Grace, I how know. are you feeling that it wasn't Cal? I'm, I mean, I'm a, I, I'm kind of sad about it. Because, like, At everybody, what, I mean, it would have been cool. At what point did I'm you okay. realize that it was fully not Cal? And you were okay. When the x showed up. Okay. Really? You, so you were never fooled. So like, there we go. Like, just when the x showed up. Because, like, all dreams Cal, would not, Cal would not jack an X-Wing like he jacked an That's AT&T. <laughs> he wouldn't, and I feel like he wouldn't show up alone. No. He would yeah. He would show up with Seer. He would show yeah. up with another Jedi he found. With the monkey guy. Yeah, he wouldn't show up the by himself. Guy. I can't remember the name. I, I don't remember. Yes. Yeah. Grease, yeah. Grease. I was like, <laughs> arms? Yeah. <laughs> I hate myself. Anyways. <laughs> Stop. You, you know, the Star Wars monkey. <laughs> Star Wars monkey. Very tiny tangent. I was watching Rogue One the other day because I rewatched the whole saga for like last week. And I, the monkey in Rogue One is so funny. And I didn't realize kind of how he was. He's not like significant, but like he does actually like talk to our main characters. And I never realized that before. <laughs> I like Star Wars monkeys, you guys. Yeah. Um, more Dark Troopers. I was thinking what? I was saying when we were talking about the soundtrack, yeah. I was I had him confused with a different uh, composer. That did music for like a Star Wars video game or something like that. I think they did like the Galaxy's Edge VR thing. So nice. Yes, you were saying. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what I was saying. Um, (laughs) The Dark Troopers. The only other time we see them, so they one of them beats Mando up nearly to a pulp, (laughs) and then he figures out how to handle it. Um, with his cool Beskar spear, which I think was just kind of like, like, it's a cool moment to see a fight scene, but I feel like that was his moment to use the Beskar spear, so they, like, felt the need to, like, hey, he, he got this, here's, he uses it, we swear. I mean, the you Dark know? Trooper trashed him. Yeah, <laughs> like, around like a rag doll. Yeah, that was painful to watch. It was, and oh, I, this is, pff, this question kind of, like, makes me, like, give me the heebie-jeebies, but, like, imagine how does it how do you guys think it felt to like be in a helmet that like wasn't denting but you're just getting punched in the face (laughs) like if you're like brain rattled (laughs) i was watching to see if like it was actually bending like if it was actually starting to bend i was like oh my god they might actually kill him like what the heck (laughs) i got so worried yeah i was concerned 
Well, like the like that whole thing. that whole plan, that whole scene, like the the moral of the story is timing is everything, guys. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Because <laughs> he literally That's arrived right. at the door, and all of a sudden they're like, he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and that that part to me too, I was like, we like see him like panic for a second. Yeah. And also that like mm-hmm. moment where it's like coming through the door. Ooh. That was terrifying. Like, that was so perfect, too. Like, everything they did to it. In all honesty, like, and I know it's a stretch, but, like, the way that they played the Dark Troopers and everything and, and how they kind of made them, like, like there was an element of fear to them, or at least for me, yeah, uh, with, with them pulling through the doors and everything. Like, all of the, the close shots on them, like, it was very horror kind of Terminator-like and everything. I want to see Star Wars horror now. I really do. Yeah. Like, Ooh. give me something crazy. Like, I, I want it because – that that was freaking cool. It really was. Kristen would be all over that. Oh, absolutely, she would. <laughs> <laughs> that is such an interesting thought. Yeah, Star Wars horror. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just... they had stuff like that in Legends, where uh, I know they did zombie troopers at one point, which we've kind of done. They also had. We, we've, uh... we've kind of done with the brain worms. So <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say yeah. brain worms. It's, it's not it's out really of the realm the of possibility. So. Episodes ever. Um, <laughs> that is the one the arc of Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah, that is the one arc of the Clone Wars I refuse to watch again. Yeah, I don't want to watch that. I've watched it more than I care to admit because of the podcast. (laughs) And every time it makes, like, I see them slither up into their brain, I'm like, I don't like it. (laughs) Thank you, Castle Run Weekly, for making us uncomfortable in the name of Star Wars. In the name of Star Wars. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, this is, so speaking of like Mando being a little out of character in his like panic mode, I, mm-hmm. this is just something random I wanted to ask you guys. So Boba, when they like had the plan of like, you got to chase us in or whatever, and they're kind of bantering back and forth over the comms, um, he tells them to be careful in there. Do you feel like that was out of character for Boba? Do you think that's just like a new development of himself or what? Great. Uh, what do you guys think? Grace, you want to do it? Okay. I, I didn't know if I... I'm sorry. Okay, so... All right. My dogs were running up and down I the stairs, so I needed to give it to you, so... <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, I Doggy. think, personally, I've never been a huge Boba Fett fan. <sighs> like, I like the dude. I respect the dude. Allow <laughs> me to finish, Danny. Allow me to finish. I... I respect his place within Star Wars. However, he's never been a favorite of mine. Jane. But that being said, <laughs> thank you. Argue to validate. That being said, um, it's really interesting to see this side of the character that we've never seen before. Because this is after the Sarlacc pit, where he wasn't yeah. supposed to survive it, and he does. And it's just like, he's come out as, like, a changed person. Because, like, after experiences like that, you're ought to change. So I guess it would make sense that he has a bit more humanity to him, if that's, like, the best way for me to explain it. Like, he came so close to death that he kind of, like, reevaluated himself. I have a question for you. So so what to you makes him seem inhumane, though? Because the only thing that we have so far of Boba is the little bit we get in Clone Wars of Baby Boba, and then we get uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi of Boba. 
which is literally Vader's right-hand man, kind of cool, cold, calculated, or at least so we see, because they yeah. don't really give a whole lot of personality, but what makes you what makes you feel the, that way? Let me clarify. I don't mean inhumane as in, like, deep, dark, evil, whatever. And I was... I'm not going to throw names around, because, no. Um, I didn't mean, like, evil, but what I mean is, like, he sees people as expendable because he's a bounty hunter. (coughs) Whereas now, post-Sarlacc, he doesn't immediately look at somebody as, like, bounty. He's, like, looking at someone as someone. Exactly. I wonder, I mean, to be fair, kind of inhumane in the fact that Vader's got to be, like, no disintegrations. (laughs) Yeah, like, because he has several ways of carrying out his plans, carrying out his charge. Like One of them being disintegrating people. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I, Danny, how do you feel about the the random moment of difference in Boba? With, I like, I actually disagree with both of you. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> Go on. Still how you, dare though. you? No, Turn I know, off. right? I've been canceled. No. Um, <laughs> uh, so I feel like, and and maybe this is me putting too much weight into him in the Clone Wars. But, like, even as a kid, we see him kind of learning how to detach himself from other living beings through, um, I'm trying to remember her name, uh, bald, pale chick with an antenna head. Yeah, Ara Singh. Thank you. Um, Like, she's teaching him. As soon as you said bald, I knew who you were talking about. Gotcha. (laughs) Um, But, I mean, like, she's going through trying to teach him basically how to detach himself from these things, how... Um, everyone has a price and everyone is a, is it's a job. It's just a job and everything, teaching him how to detach. And so I feel like eventually he does have to suppress that side of of his humanity. But at the same time, like, Mm -hmm. yes, he disintegrates people. So it's not exactly like he's the best dude. Like, you're not going to go out and get a drink with him and just have a great time, you know? Like, he's he's a killer, yes. But at the same time, like, I feel like what we saw of him where he was like, be careful and stuff like that, like, I felt like at that point he felt a kinship with Din Djarin. That's um, fair, yeah. yeah right. I feel like, like yeah, That's like, at, at one point, because, like, he, they went, I mean, he literally was like, look, here's my chain code. And then you get to see his lineage of a Mandalorian, basically, knowing that he's not, I mean, he, he's, he's similar to Din Djarin than he is anybody else, because to him himself, he's a foundling. Um as part of the Fett clan. So I, I honestly felt I have, like, I, have... <laughs> I honestly felt like that, uh, the, be careful the, and everything. I felt like that was more of like a kinship kind of thing, more of a, I know, I understand where you're at and I understand how you're feeling. So I want you to succeed and, and yeah, everything. Exactly. So kind of like a, a kindred spirits kind of thing. So I, like I don't, that. I don't think he's super cold. He is murderous and probably psych, a little psychopath. But at the same time, he's good at his job, and I don't I like feel that. like if he if he's not going after somebody as a job, I feel like he still has a heart. You know what I mean? A good teammate to have. There you go. Good you teammate. Forward, you you brought forward a really good like point when you were mentioning like the kinship and that kind of stuff. Um, 
again, like, I'm mentioning history, but, like, even, not even direct history, but, like, the idea of clans, they also tend to adopt people into their, like, collective, and you don't necessarily have to be blood to be related to different clan origins, and you can be parts of, like, numerous clans, but still have, like, identification. It's very similar to how Din was brought into the Children of the Watch. Like, he, we don't know if, like, do we know if he was, like, Mandalorian? I don't think he was actually Mandalorian. No, right? he was not. No, he wasn't. Okay. He was on, like, a so, different planet. No, he was exactly. an orphan. So, like, yeah, he was a, an orphan brought into a Mandalorian clan, which ended up being a cult, unfortunately, um, and raised as one of the clan. And... I mean, this was more common within, like, the Norse Viking ideology. Like, yeah, it did happen within, like, the Scottish clans that I mentioned. Mm -hmm. But it's it was more a Viking thing to kind of, like, adopt people in and be like, we'll raise you as one of the clan and we'll respect you. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas the other type of clan systems tend to do it, like, adoption into clans sort of, like, for political means. They don't really do it because they feel like they owe you something, they're doing it to gain something. Which is something that Boba ends up carrying out, sort of. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree with that. Um, Fred in chat said that uh, Din, as Grogu's father-son relationship and everything, he said he thinks that it hit a soft spot in Boba's cold heart that made him think about his relationship with Jango. Mm. I would, um, yeah, that whole I would father -son absolutely dynamic, that. dynamic, I didn't think about that. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, um, I I would absolutely think about that, yeah. Something that TikTok made me think about. We love Meanwhile that. on TikTok. My news source. Um, so something it made me think about was Boba passing Luke. I don't think that happened because Boba left already. Just driving but by. Imagine Boba hasn't left yet and Luke just flies in on the X-Wing. And he's like... And they're just kind of like, hold on. <laughs> because he literally <laughs> threw him in or sliced his jetpack in. And that's how he died. It's, and it's an episode like, of Robot Chicken. Right. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Wow. Well, anyway, just chilling by the water cooler. <laughs> no, you're fine. And he was just like. Well, just chilling by the water cooler. Luke comes up the elevator. You'll, yeah. Like, yeah. hey, what's up? Real quick before we continue, I, I wanted to say hi to Juliana. Juju Kitty is joining us on uh, our stream. Welcome. Thank you for coming by. Thank you for coming. I sent out like a mass instant thing. I was like, somebody, everybody, come, come love them. us. Don't make us talk yeah. to ourselves. We haven't done this in so long. So exciting. Um, so we also fun. get to see, uh, speaking of all of our cool characters, I know we're just like jumping around with them, but we get to see a lot of like, please excuse my language, Danny, we can bleep it if we need to, but like badassery hey. in this one. Um, Fennec, just like, they all kind of get like their moment, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, we just kind of go through the crew of getting their moments, so, like um, Bo and her wolves, which I think it's just the other girl in this one. The guy is nowhere to be found. So yeah, the guy's hilarious. not in there. It's just uh, um, uh, Bo and Sasha Banks. 
<laughs> I don't think you know what real names. I don't. I don't even know the one. Um, it's like Kashka or something. Oh, I don't um, um, so they get their moment. I think coming like right out the gate, and then Fennec gets her moment, showing off some Mulan moves. Um, if you guys haven't seen the live, yeah, that's Mulan, Mulan. Um, pretty cool. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And she makes she makes oh, a cameo. I can actually forgot. Cool. Oh yeah, it's so good. That, I've seen it. Semi- I've seen it like three times now. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I want to watch it again. I'm semi upset that she didn't get to play Mulan. I know that seems like a big ask, but like she doesn't look old. Mm. So no. Anyways, uh, off topic. <laughs> so well, that's for our Mulan see- podcast. Yeah, really. <laughs> that's for another time. Um, so Bo and Kashka, Mulan. <laughs> makes a cameo um Kara her uh blaster jams and that's just like a weird comedic relief moment I didn't find too much joy in it I struggle to find a lot of joy that she's in right now but that's mm-hmm. fine um I, I thought it was kind of more of a, a realistic kind of thing um because that's fair. Uh, uh, there, a friend that I was watching uh watching it with that night when we were watching it with uh it was me Kristen and our friend Chris and uh, he was letting us know, um, apparently that's, like, normal for those kind of, I can't remember what kind of gun he called it, but those kind of, know. like, uh, heavy round. repeaters kind of thing. Yeah. Um, he said that it's actually, in real life, it's common for those to just jam up like mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. the way that I took it was not necessarily more like a comedic, but it was almost like adding the realistic to the mi- mi- militaristic style of her uh, combat her and, and her oh, character yeah. in general. Yeah, because, I mean, she's a soldier, so, like, she knows how these things go. And literally, like, on the flash, he's like, hey, cover me. I'm going to fix this gun. Which is why she didn't have to fix it, to be fair. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Which was fixing it. Yeah. Um, but that was cool because when she did fix it, she did get a moment, which was also awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I like watching heavier repeater guns in Star Wars because that's all I use in Battlefront. Yay. <laughs> it's like, I know that gun. <laughs> I have, like, level 135 on my heavy and, like, level 5 on my assault. Exactly, right? I haven't. <laughs> Battlefront in like since February. Oh my god! I just played the other night because I got. Bored. <laughs> I haven't played Battlefront. I've been in a long playing time Animal either. Crossing and researching. <laughs> Listen, uh, highly recommend Animal Crossing at Christmas time. It's amazing. <laughs> you can make snowmen, and then you can, if you like, catch it at the right time. You can catch a dung beetle rolling a snowball. You're welcome. Hashtag awesome. not sponsored. Yeah. So, Nintendo, so sponsor us. So it's rolling poop covered in snow? Uh, maybe. Maybe the snowman <laughs> all made a poop and I just don't know it. But it was awesome. I was like, why is the snowball moving? I'm not pushing it. And I walked around the other side. I was like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. I like to veer directly off the road. Um, so... We kind of went through all the like bits and pieces of it, and we talked a little bit about some lore in the beginning, but getting to the Mando, Gideon, and Grogu part, um, Mando did say he wanted to go off by himself on this little adventure to save Grogu, and um, when he comes in, Gideon's already there with the Darksaber. Uh, anytime I see the Darksaber lit up, it's awesome. I am in love with it. Yes. Uh, I didn't really care about it before. I'm not going to lie. I, the sound effects. Yeah. It's so pretty. Gorgeous. The wow. sound design is amazing for it. That's what yeah. I, I noticed that immediately. And I was like, that sound 
is so like it's literally i've heard nothing else like it in star wars Mm -hmm. that's why i think what i feel about the 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 dark trooper sound too yeah it's so cool it's very Mm -hmm. unique and i love that i don't mean to interrupt you on this but like i love that about star wars how like there's some stuff within the like within everything that is like a unique thing like you wouldn't hear it anywhere else except for in that one specific area yeah kind of similar to like the seismic charges and like all that kind of thing listen yeah (laughs) yeah i love that sound (laughs) i was i don't know who i was showing i think it was a co-worker of mine i was like you know what a seismic charge sounds like (laughs) i lost my mind when they showed the seismic charge literally as he was flying away in that yes like literally as he was flying away in that scene and he was getting chased i was like i I was literally sitting next to christian i was like please use the seismic charge please use the seismic charge he's gonna do it he's gonna do it and then it opens the bay and i was like yes (laughs) (laughs) like so many times i I lost my mind in this season i wasn't even expecting it because in the movie it's like to blow up the minefield and Mm -hmm. oh one so I was like oh like he only uses it in like really big moments where he has to like create shrapnel basically but he, didn't, he made he time didn't for that guy that. <laughs> and I was like wow this is awesome yes. <laughs> um so I really loved this season yeah it was so good yeah it was so good how did they make it better how did they do that I, see, um so you were talking about Moff Gideon I was just thinking um yeah. I didn't think that they could make Gideon like uh more just gross to me like the whole time yeah, i was I like, like you're slimy and i i wish i wish he would just push you out of an airlock i, I do <laughs> like yeah. this is, he but but the, this but is, the actor did so good though um giancarlo esposito um yeah. he did mm-hmm. amazing with that character but like for a moment he actually made you believe him like oh yeah yeah, yeah. you take the child yeah. i'll keep the saber we're good like yeah. just go on man just go and then all of a sudden turns around and just goes to town on him i'm like you little snake. <laughs> yeah. Gracie had something. I just, it was such a good character. Yeah. I and don't really just, know. It was so good. Yeah. I don't really know how I feel about not knowing anything about him. Like, I know that we know he's XISB. Um, and ISB was, I've, based on the books that I've read that mention it, ISB seems like, like elite if I remember correctly, at least um, in knowledge, it's like a uh, in. It's kind of like the internal affairs. Um, right. They, yeah. So they are like elite, but at the same time, like they deal with a lot more than just like front lines kind of things. Right. Like they do end up on a lot of spec ops kind of things. Like I think Callus was ISB, wasn't he? Mm, yes, I think, I think he was. So. Yeah. So like they, so they go and they look into internal affairs as well as chase off the big stuff and everything too. Yeah, it's so, very so, like. Yeah. Thrawn feeling. Yes, 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 yes. Know? Like something that Thrawn would run. Thrawn if he for didn't. season three! Thrawn for season three! That makes me so nervous. <laughs> I would be so freaking excited. I mean, this episode made me so nervous, to be fair, and here I am completely satisfied, so. Well, um, so, so maybe I was the only one, and, and you guys can tell me this. So, I was excited for the whole episode. I enjoyed the whole episode. When I look back at it, I'm like, that was an amazing episode. But when it ended, I wasn't happy. Mm. Like, have you discovered why? So I don't know if it was. I, I think I think it might be my attachment to Grogu. 
Okay. In, in all honesty, because so, I mean, I guess we, we've been all over the place, so I'm not even going to say skipping ahead. But um, um, I mean, with with so with Grogu leaving and everything, like the whole series has been Billy and the kid. Now, now there's now there's no kid. Like, oh, Grace, you, oh, you no. left, and now we look like a weird. weird. What happened? Hold what a on. Duo. Grace. Grace, come call. back. Did that work? That did not work. Hold on. I gotta mute myself. All right, let me fix this real quick, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that's all right. Technological issues. Here she comes. How can you tell? Oh, she knocked. Yeah. I was like, she knocked. Hold on. <laughs> There she is. Hey! You made us look like a Jeopardy board. (laughs) Is your audio working? I'm just assuming it might not. Oh, she can't hear us. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Yes, this is what we did before the podcast. (laughs) Well, I guess while she's assorting things out, so I mean, I can go through some comments here. So, let's see. A little back, a little bit back um fred asked uh could din be the bridge between the children of the watch and the rest of the clans that's a good question i feel like i don't know i think there's two options i guess so the one option is for length of tv show yes um because then that would give him the open the opportunity to have more episodes based on him going to find the children of the watch maybe to discover himself Mm mm-hmm um, so maybe for length of show and for more detail, but I also think other option would be no, not considering wanting to have more episodes, more so considering the story of the Mandalorian himself, of Din himself, mm-hmm. and instead of discovering his past, more about discovering what it means to be a true Mandalorian and just sticking with Bo. So I, I, I think we have both that. options. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I'm bad at speculation though, and <laughs> Grace can vouch for that. Well, in all honesty, I, I, for one, I agree with you. Um, but the second of that, I mean, I feel like they've set it up to where we're going to have adventures with Bo-Katan for at least a little bit. Um, right. So I think we're going to get a lot more Mandalorian lore it, it going forward um, rather than kind of what we've been having of the story of the week kind of thing. So I think that yeah. we might kind of center more in on, on something, and that could give us more insight on the um, – uh, not pre Vizsla, um, whoever the original Vizsla was that, uh, that made, made the Darksaber and stuff, we may learn more about that um, and yeah. more about what actually happens to Mandalore because we don't know what happens to Mandalore after Death Star, all that kind of stuff. So um, That was one of my questions so yeah. for you, too, because I wrote it in here about, like, Boba said something about turning it to glass. Yeah, so I read something about that today. Um, so glassing apparently was a thing that uh, the oh, Empire did. Uh, before they had the Death Star to do it with. So literally what they would do is they would put all of the Star Destroyers that they could over a planet and bombard it with as much ordnance as they possibly could till it literally the surface of it was changed and could oh become God. unlivable. Oh my God. So they would basically... Hey, there she is. Hi. <laughs> so, historical reference. So they would basically... Nuclear bomb, yes. blitzkrieg, the heck out of it. Okay, yes, cool. exactly. That's so, wild. so that's what the glassing is. So, so that could be a that could be a lie. Could be an imperial lie. 
Yeah, so, he may be heard, right? Too. Because he, um, he did not seem like he knew that information when they mentioned it. He kind of seemed like, yeah. wait a minute. So, but that's the thing is that after, like, literally during the original trilogy and everything, we don't know what happened to Mandalore. We don't know what's going on with Mandalore. Last right. time we see Mandalore is in the Rebels. So, so that's probably the next adventure mm-hmm. too. More than likely, Go I think that's where Mandalore. we're going. That, that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. Yeah. Either. I did hear speculation. Here, here's the one reference I'm allowed to make, Cheyenne. All right. Um, I I did hear speculation that they were making N1 starfighters for the Mandalorian. Yes. I love those. Yes, yes, yes. My yes, favorite yes, ship yes, yes. in the entire series. Awesome. You get as many references as you want. <laughs> I know, but it's a running inside joke, but I have to do it at least once in podcast episode. Um, so, before I, like, lose my mind, um, do you guys think that we will start by them going to Mandalore? In the, in the next season. Sorry, I didn't worry. I don't think they'll start there. Well, no? okay. so so my thing, so I guess back to what I was saying before uh, Grace turned us into Jeopardy board. Um, <laughs> um, so, like, I, I don't know if, and, and I guess I need to reserve my, my judgment on this, just because, like, I was one of the ones that was like, we don't need a Boba Fett show, we don't need a Yoda show, we don't need a... And then they happened, and I'm so thankful, and God bless John Favreau. Um, so, like, I mean, at this point, I'm like... I, I trust you, John. Do your thing, whatever. Like I, I will watch it, but I guess it kind of it, it yeah. breaks my heart a little bit that I don't I don't know where we're going with Kroger. You know, like now is he just gone? Do we get to see what happens with him and Luke? Is he still technically part of the show and it's just a different perspective? Um, so that way we see like some of the Jedi Temple stuff and everything. But then does it not become the Mandalorian anymore and, and all this other kind of stuff? And so. Like, I, I love the thought of them continuing with Mandalore and continue, like uh, Juliana just said in chat, like, I, I love the thought of them continuing with more Mandalore and Mandalorian things and learning about that culture and figuring out the future of Mandalore, really. Because I, I yeah. guess that's the crossroads we're at right now is Din technically has right to Mandalore and Bo doesn't like that. So, that's so weird. No. Now we're going to have to figure that out. So... I, I just, I don't know. Like, the whole show, two seasons of it has been Billy and the Kid, and now we don't have the kid. So I'm kind of like, am I really interested in Billy? <laughs> so, um, but, I mean, I, I like I like the Mandalorian. I, I like what he does yeah. and everything, and I like how he is. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I just, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic at the at this point because I, I know that it's still going to be good no matter what. But it kind of hurts my heart <laughs> to think that I might not ever see Grogu again. So, you know? That's fair. I feel like, well, and I feel like he also, Mando says to Grogu, like, we'll see each other again, I promise. Yeah. So we'll probably see him again in The Mandalorian, but people were speculating, and this is like a very early stretch of a speculation, but people were like, oh, Luke Skywalker Disney Plus show? So it seems like a lot. Luke Skywalker um, show. Yeah, considering, yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's what we said about Boba Fett. So. I mean, that's, true, but we we got like... All of maybe 20 minutes of Boba Fett, and we got three, no, 
four or five movies of Luke Skywalker. So you know what? That's all right. We got technically five movies, six yeah. of Anakin, and people still want an Anakin an Anakin series. Um, you got an Anakin series. It's he is growing up in the Obi Wan series. <laughs> yeah, he's literally all of them. Yeah, he's coming back in an Obi Wan. I love Anakin with all my heart. Yeah. yeah. Um. So before I forget, let's do. Let's talk Luke. Let's talk Luke Skywalker while we're on it. That was a good segue, and I just kind of messed it up. My bad. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, um, as Bo said, a Jedi. I think it was Bo. Maybe it was the other girl. Um, and they were just, like, amazed. At first, they were, like, an X-Wing. And this is where my brain did the same thing it did in the beginning with the title thing, where I was like, no. Well, <laughs> um, and... I just kind of kept doing that. Like, the X-Wing showed up, and I said, no. And then the, the green lightsaber showed up, and I was like, hmm. <laughs> I was like, they're really just, like, throwing all of the things at us that are going to make us think that it is, and then it's not going to be. And I don't know why. My, I, I think I just have trust issues. So <laughs> I think it's an my, internal thing. Huh? I watched the show separate from when my mom and my sister watched it, oh. because... They hadn't seen season one, so basically the way they watched it was they binged season one and then they watched season two. Okay. Um, whereas I was watching season two after already seeing season one. Right. And they just finished it, like, yesterday, and they were, like, freaking out at the Luke reveal. And they were like, how did you not tell us about that? And I was like, and I was like. You didn't want me to tell you. That's, <laughs> That's why I didn't watch it with you. Yeah. yeah. Like, it just ruined I that. accidentally, I accidentally had uh, Ahsoka and Bo-Katan both spoiled for me. So, like. Oh, yeah. That's right. I remember you telling mm. me that. Yeah. That's so sad. So. I'm sorry. I was glad that I didn't have Luke spoiled for me. Because if I did, then I wouldn't have watched the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah. But I told like, my roommate about it because she wanted to know because she hasn't watched it yet. She hasn't even seen season one. And I was like, well, you're going to get <laughs> right now. As much as I love Luke Skywalker, this is the one thing I would say about it that, like, isn't really a positive thing, but just kind of, like, open-minded. As much as I love Luke Skywalker, I was really hoping, I mean, besides Kale, obviously, but I was really hoping that it would have been, like, a Jocasta new type character. Like well, a Jedi librarian or like though? archivist. That's fair. That's an interesting thought. What? Would it would it have had as much? I didn't hear what you said. Though? Like that. Say it again. Uh, would it have had as much in, meaning in and the weight? Sense... Yeah. Like we got. I mean, <laughs> in the sense of them being like a Jedi presence, yes, but they wouldn't carry the weight of a name. Like Luke does, uh-huh. so like, right? Yeah, that's fair. right. Right. I would, I would so, have appreciated a library, like a, a Jocasta new type figure, as much. To be fair, I think it, I would have if we had confirmation that Jocasta had hit him, which I don't really like her. To be fair, yeah. she's proved well, Obi Wan, and I hold that grudge against her. So she, she's dead. Even, so <laughs> there you go. So, irrelevant. That's why I was using her name as like. Yeah. Well, yeah, a, kind of, kind of an archivist, yeah. kind of somebody trying to keep everything alive, kind of thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think it would have been interesting Basically, if we had confirmation of whatever Jedi protected her or protected Grogu. Yeah. Um, that mm-hmm. would have been cool if we that had like, known cool. ahead of time and then they showed up and we get a new Jedi. Like, I think that might have been cool. It still probably would have been less impactful. Um, I to Or if fair, that Jedi showed up. Right. I don't, to be fair, I wasn't really looking forward to Luke, but when I got him, I appreciated him. That's Absolutely. like me being a Raylo. I didn't really care. That's and kind of how it felt, too. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, so, so, I mean, we basically got the hallway scene from Rogue One, but it was Luke versus the Death tro- awesome. or the Dark Troopers. Like, I was just about was to say awesome. that, yeah. <laughs> it was so good. It was what? so good. To the that point where he right. crushes it right there at the door, I was like, uh, hello, Mr. Darkseid. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, we got a little pin of rage right knows, there. <laughs> if anybody knows how to edit footage... Can somebody please like do an edit where it's that scene from Rogue One right next to the scene from the Mando? Maybe oh, Star sure Wars Parallel. I would love to see that. Cool Instagram uh, account. You could probably even message them and be like, "Hey, I have an idea." Because hey, their parallels. Are I have an good. idea. Yeah. Like father, like son. Yeah. Um. One of the cool things, the coolest things about Luke being in this is that Mark Hamill did it. Mm-hmm. I. I kind of, like, it didn't really even hit me. I watched it. Everything was fine. A whole day passed. And then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know who played him. So then I Googled it. And it was Mark. And my friend made a good point. She was like, you know, when I watched it, he did look kind of different. And I was like, it's because Mark Hamill's old now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I feel so that strange. I Why doesn't he, he look 19? He's like a little, he's a little I, right? in body. Um, one thing actually on that same vein I was talking about this with my sister because that's actually what she asked me she was like why like what did they do for that please explain how they had that and I said to her I was like they did the same thing that Leia like Leia in Rogue One and Leia in uh, Rise of Skywalker how she was like CG'd Mm -hmm. Where they had Mark standing in, but then, like, CG'd him. What, personally, from, like, my background knowledge, what I think they should have done was, like, what they did with Rise of Skywalker. Where they had, like, one of his kids kind of, like, stand in. I mean, I guess they're not kids. They're adults at this point. But, like, one of his family members that's, like, similar facial structure to him and, like, relatively similar height. But why like not stand Sebastian in for him, Stan? And then he's the voice. But why not Sebastian yeah, Stan? My, like, that's what... Oh my god. She said... That's what my sister said initially as well. And I, mean, I, think it awesome. I think it's mostly because... Like, yes, it would have been awesome. Yes, I would have enjoyed it immensely. But I think it's just because, like, he's so tied to Marvel already... As like he the being Winter Soldier, Bucky? yeah, he's Bucky right yeah, now. He's, like he's, he's like Bucky long haired, like yeah, Bucky. yeah. Right now, he doesn't yeah. look like. But my, but my thing right though is that like yes, yes, the CGI was was groundbreaking. Yes, it was incredible. Like it was really good. But like to me, the longer I looked at it and the longer his face was exposed, <laughs> the more I was like, "Ew!" Like <laughs> I I didn't like it. Like. It, it started to it look more and more fake. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. Like, I, it was cool. And I was like, hey, I appreciate okay, what you're doing. Danny. 
I mean, <laughs> but like the longer I looked at it, the more I was just like, "Can can you put your hood back on or cut the R two or yeah. something?" Like, honestly, I'm not trying to complain because I'm happy like... with what we got. But at the same time, it, it like I appreciated what they tried to do and what they did, and I'm happy with it. But at the same time, I was like, "There there were alternatives, though." Like, that's fair. I, I mean. I'm sure Sebastian Stan would have been fine. It was like, hey, man, we just need your face. We're going to dub Mark Hamill. It's all cool. But we just need your face. I've been like, heck, yeah, I'm in a Star Wars. Let's do this. I got it. I'm in a Star Wars. <laughs> um, so I hate to rush this part, and you guys are more than welcome to stay live after I have to go. Um, I have to go at 8.15. So, Danny, if you want to go through chat and see if there are any other questions we want to try and answer or just chat about any topics um, that we might have missed, uh, because obviously, like, there's a lot to just be mentioned of Luke. Yeah. Um, but while you find those, I will talk about one other thing that okay. I really enjoyed is R2 and Grogu vibing. Oh, yes. Um, do we, do we think they knew each other? I don't know. I'm trying to think. They of, absolutely knew each other. In a way, I feel like, yes. But not like... They absolutely would have. Like, they wouldn't have, like, had time to build a relationship, I don't feel like. Anakin was always on the move. Yeah. You know? But they probably did pass, yeah, but, pass each other. But here's the second reverence. Uh, sometimes Padme has R2 and, like, would go to the temple if she had to talk to the council. That's fair. I love our, our oh, my God, you're right, face. I'm going to start putting a tally <laughs> up that says Padme count. There you go. All right, so I've got some comments from Gavin, the chat. Gavin, get on it. Um, okay. So just going through them real quick. So Gavin said, uh, that Mando versus Gideon fight, oh my god, I expected it though. As soon as he told him he could take Grogu and leave, I was like, nah. Um, <laughs> uh, Juliana said, I'm really, really hoping that they continue with Mandalore lore more within the show. Um, and that she hopes that Grogu appears randomly along his journey into the Jedi training. Similarly with the plot of Empire Strikes Back where there's another plot going on, but they go back to the Jedi training periodically. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, um, we see in a lot of stories, yeah. like. Fred said, uh, as cute and adorable as Grogu was, he was a character development device. It's because of him that Din had grown so much within these two seasons. I love it. And there's yeah. a lot of Sebastian Stan love here. <laughs> um, Fred said that uh, he is most at peace that Grogu went with Luke rather than anyone else. I agree. I feel like he's in good hands um, as long as he's not there when Ben goes crazy. Yeah. yeah that's another sad <laughs> That's thing what I'm life. not looking forward to. Yeah. Um, let's thought. see. And then I uh, think they used Mark and not Sebastian because they don't intend to have Luke really be in anything else. If we were getting more Luke content, I think Sebastian Stan uh, would have been ideal. But since this was a one-off, we got Mark Hamill. I, honestly, I really do love that Mark is involved, and I think that just comes from my love for all of these these OGs. Is that like I'm just yeah, I love that they Absolutely. stay involved. It also might be for my like my little achy heart about Hayden and, and <laughs> poor Daniel Logan, <laughs> and they just like they want to be involved, and then they just don't get to. And yeah. now that Hayden is I'm right, like, oh. so I, mean, I, I love when they're still included. I love Daniel heart. Logan, but like I I couldn't imagine anybody but Tamara Morrison yeah. doing He's it. He's like, trolling so hard. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's so great. Um, but yes, overall, the season was absolutely incredible. Um, I mean, we, you don't need us to tell you that. Everybody's, I haven't seen anything negative really about the season. Um, I want more Mayfeld. 
Um, he, I need more of him because that was that his episode was freaking awesome, blowing up the base and all that kind of stuff. So cool, loved it. Probably yeah. the the one of the best Star Wars characters I feel like we've gotten this season. Like it is just awesome. Um, he is awesome. He's got a cool history. I feel like definitely. Um, yeah. The last thing that this episode and the finale leaves us with is the book of Boba Fett. Um, oh. We mentioned it already, and how. None of us have, like, a real affinity for Boba, but we are obviously interested. We're big Star Wars fans, as are those of you in the chat. Um, I am excited. I know my mom is excited. She is a she is one of those diehard Boba fans. Um, that's all I really ever get her, because that's all she wants. <laughs> um, so, and I think hers was the, the mystery of it all, and especially now that he's, like, such a cool, like, kick-butt character that we actually get to see him kick-butt. Cheyenne, you um, can just say it. You can just say it. Just say it. Kick ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is a kick ass character. Oh, thank you. Thank you for letting me pull it You got it. You got it. Give it all you so got. So I'm really excited about Book of Boba Fett. I'm sad that Mandalorian is not going to be out until probably after that, but we do not have a confirmed date. So nobody troll anybody about that. It's, it's I think it in production next year. That's mm-hmm. all we got. There's a hinted date, but like it's not confirmed. I think the hinted date was like around now, but in 2021. Well, that was no. December 2021 is when the book of Boba Fett is supposed to come out. So yeah. the production of the Mandalorian season three starts next year, but they didn't say when, and yeah. then they didn't say when they're going to release, but people are saying it'll be after Boba Fett, but nobody actually knows. And then Star Wars released a thing that only says yeah. that it'll be in production next year, not a release date. Yeah. I'm so I got freaking, a little bit freaking stoked. Sorry. Like that was the best way for him for that post credits thing. The best way for that to end. Literally, like sitting down on the throne. It's good to be the king. Like I yeah. loved it yeah. so much. I liked that was Fortuna. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of Boba Fett. However, I think it's it. cool that like exactly. I think it's cool that this like new in a sense, version of Boba that we're unfamiliar with is getting a show. Absolutely. Rather than the version of him that we knew already. That's fair. I like that because point. it'll Because it allows for not only, like, more stories to be told, but, like, it allows for essentially a different character. Yeah, I like that. To be brought forward. Um, Danny, are you guys going to raid... Uh, we, we're, we're, like, you mean, like, raid, like, another channel, or you mean, like, raid on Destiny? <laughs> raid another channel. Raid, raid another channel? Raid. We can. We definitely can. Um, okay. Grace, yeah, if you want to do that. That's why I wanted to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Uh, so we'll do that. So, um, real quick before we go, then, um, I'd like to thank everybody who followed and everything. Um, uh, Grace out here, Gift and Subs, appreciate it. Woo! Uh, Gavin's, follow, uh, Gavin's, uh, subscribed now. Normac, thank you for coming around. Uh, Rebecca, Hey, Yay. how's it going? I, I missed Yay. your follow, but thank you so much for hanging out with us. Um, Juliana, I'm so glad you're here. It's awesome. Um, and then uh, FFBayo6, appreciate you. Thank you for following, guys. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thank you all, and may the force be with you. Always. Always. All right. Peace. Woo!
was there more Mandalorian you wanted to talk about? Yes. Let's There's always more we can talk about. Welcome to the after show. Um, <laughs> welcome to the Kessel the after show, everybody. Toriel, thank you for um, following. Thank you. What are your predictions for next season besides what we were discussing? So my predictions for next season, um, because I feel like this is kind of like the only way that it can go, honestly. My predictions for next season are um, that obviously we're going to have a, uh, a full full thing with uh, Din and Bo. They're going to fight. They're going to have to. I, I think that that fight's going to oh, be yeah. hilarious because I'm literally, like, I, I wasn't kidding earlier. I, I'm really waiting for him to, like, go, Oh, I sprained my ankle. I, I yield. Here you go. Take your sword. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, like, ah, oh, here you go. <laughs> like, I, I, because he genuinely does just, just does not want to. He doesn't want to, and and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I honestly think that uh, next season we're probably going to see that right out, um, and then right after that, uh, we'll probably get a little bit more adventures into Mandalore. Find out what happened to Mandalore, mm-hmm. or at least that's my hope is that I hope that we'll find out more about Mandalore and everything. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, and we kind of mentioned the glassing earlier, but I kind of feel like Mandalore was already in a really bad state to begin with. So Yeah, it the, was. Yeah, so when they were like, oh, yeah, it's it's, 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 re- it's reduced yeah. to ash, it was like, but, I mean, it basically was before. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And because, like, they were in a really weird I shouldn't say weird. They were in a really tough spot, like, Uh at the end of the Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. They were, like, I mean, did it have to do with the war that was already happening, like, between the Republic and the Separatists, or was it, like, a civil war situation? The the way it looked when we saw it in Rebels? I think it was was beyond, uh, before that. Way before the Clone Wars and everything. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mandalore ran itself into the ground very very early on yeah okay because like i'm following so many different timelines at once it's like i can't remember which timeline is just like correct yeah yeah no the the way that mandalore looks when we see it in clone wars and rebels all happened pre all of that so before the prequels like thousands of years prior and so this is like their new life. They have to live in domes now because the planet's so hostile. So that's what kind of got me was they were talking about it's unlivable. It's like, well, buddy, it was before. So what stopped them then? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so so I, I wonder if we'll actually see them go to Mandalore. I would love that. And I would love for it to be an Imperial that's lie cool. that they're like, oh, yeah, Mandalore, it's not there anymore. Like I would love for that to be the lie. And maybe we get Concord Dawn and all that kind of stuff. I think that would be really cool, too. Just to see kind of like the the remnants of the Mandalorians, you know? What I think would be really cool is, like, again, with how we were mentioning all the clans and stuff with Concord Dawn and, like, with Death Watch and that kind Uh of thing. How, what if we kind of see them, like, redefine themselves as, like, a new... That'd be that'd be so. I would cool. absolutely love that. Cause, I, I mean, mean, at this point, you kind of have to redefine what a Mandalorian is, because most of them are dead, most of them are gone or in hiding. So some of them don't even know that there is a Mandalore, you know. And from what we've learned right. in the Mandalorian this season, Din Djarin is part of almost kind of a terrorist syndicate, <laughs> kind of like a cult <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. I loved how Bo was like, oh, you're one of those. <laughs> you're one of those, yeah. You're those people. Um, 
<laughs> the whole like the whole children of the watch thing like i don't i mean i didn't hate it mm-hmm. but like i just didn't think about that sort of thing existing mm-hmm. like i mean it would make sense considering like how close knit some of their systems are yeah but the fact that they use that as like a driving force for plot like mm-hmm. that's amazing i really i really yeah. think that would be cool i agree uh fred just, and like, chat kind of delve in. yeah uh fred and chat asks could bova's new crime syndicate be the reason why han leaves his sl- leaves his slow father post rebellion wait what leaves his son i'm guessing yeah Post-rebellion life and go... Okay, I see, I see. Leaves his slow father post-rebellion life and goes back into a life of smuggling. So is Boba what drives mm-hmm. him into that? I think that would be right. interesting to see. Because, I mean, at that point, yeah. with uh, Boba assuming literally all the crime on Tatooine minimum, like, Jabba was over the huts and the kids. So <laughs> uh, if Boba has now assumed that with that vacuum being filled temporarily by, um, I can't remember his name. I just forgot his name. Bib Fortuna. Yeah, Bib Fortuna. Thank you. That's, see, mm-hmm. that's why I keep yeah, you around, you're Grace. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm here. The only reason. No, I'm just playing. Not the only reason. Uh, but no, like, I mean, I, I feel like. I feel like that's going to be an interesting dynamic because there's definitely more story there to be had, and that's going to intertwine with Han. Has to, you know? It just has to. Um, Mega Man Retro says Mando returns to a new Mandalore. That's what that's what we want. That's what we absolutely want. Um, there's definitely going to be a Bo versus Din. I agree. He'll just fight because he knows it's the only way she'll take the dark saber. That's true. I mean, you got to kind of make it convincing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, there, there's yeah. a, there's a movie I can't remember what it is, but it's like uh, there's two of the heroes like start fighting each other and they're like, ow, oh, and they're like kind of like halfway like. That's um, that's Monty Python. Oh I well, that's probably what I'm thinking of. <laughs> that and it reminds me yeah. of the, the Hulk in Endgame where he goes and he sees his rage filled self, but he's like Professor Hulk now. And so he's like, ah, yeah. Bah. And he like, kind of like barely slaps a car and stuff like that. He's like, ah, <laughs> angry. <Yeah. laughs> like, I feel like that's going to be the, the energy we get. It. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be the yeah. energy we get in it for sure. Um, <laughs> that would be very interesting. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm just kind of picturing it and I'm just like, oh my God, if it's anything like Monty Python. I just need my... I'll just throw all my money toward it. That would be, that'd be hilarious. I doubt they'll do that, but that would be so funny. It really would. Uh, for me that, and Mando, yeah. Bo said no because she already took the Darksaber from Sabine because the Mandalorians were with her. And Mando, she lost the Darksaber again and just could not take it without blood. I hope that there's not blood drawn. I really there's, hope not. There was a quote from the Mandalorian episode. Um... In the last episode, specifically, where Gideon says to Den, like, she can't take it. It's like, I don't remember the exact quote, I'm paraphrasing. But, like, where um, it can only be surrendered in battle or something like yes. that. Yeah, he has. she has to win it in battle. And it's, like, that whole, like, the idea of, like, you have to, there has to be bloodshed over it is just, like... Mm. 
Was was I the That's... only one that felt annoyed by that though? Ooh. Like he literally goes and grabs her Gideon, who she wanted dead, by the way. Takes brings Gideon in alive and has the saber, and she's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. It's like, uh, well, thank you would have been the appropriate response. Yeah. Exactly. Well, <laughs> but, the you thing know. that kind of upset me about it was the fact that Gideon was explaining it mm-hmm. as Bo was just looking at Gideon and looking at Den instead of Bo explaining it herself. Yeah. Because, or like the other individuals that were with her, I forgot their names, having one of them try and say it to him, because, like, I don't I don't know how to, like, put this into words properly, mm-hmm. but um, why would an outside figure like Gideon have to explain it to him when a Mandalorian could have explained it to him? You know what I mean? Because, right. like, it would have had more meaning coming across. I wonder if she kind of more so looked at it like... Um almost not really a disgrace on her sister, but almost like she failed her sister, you know? That's exactly what I was also thinking. Like this whole thing again with their, how tightly knit they are and everything Mm -hmm. like that. It's a very, the fact that her sister was like murdered with the dark saber as well. And she's looking at the weapon and saying, like, I once wielded this and now I I no longer wield it. Mm -hmm. Um, So she kind of, like Miro's saying in chat, um, she wants to kind of, like, prove herself. That's, like, a very big thing. Um, She has to essentially, like, redefine herself. Um, Yeah. So I'm really hoping that we do get more from Bo-Katan. Juliana In said the next um, season, I think that would be really good. Juliana said that uh or Bo realizes that Den is what Mandalore needs and comes around to the idea. Yeah. Because I mean Bo didn't technically want it to begin with. Like at no point Oh goodness. That was Kristen. <laughs> um Bo, yeah. Bo technically didn't want it to begin with, so I mean, I don't know. I think it would be in- I think it would definitely be an interesting dynamic to see all of that play out and everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah. It's, I was going to make a Shakespeare reference. Um, (laughs) this also kind of fits with clans, but it's a very Macbeth or Hamlet type situation Mm -hmm. where like there has to be bloodshed involved in order for people to kind of like rise to the occasion, I guess is the best way to explain it. Like Bo... She isn't exactly having a Macbeth moment, but, like, she's having a Macduff moment, where, like, at the end of everything, Macduff is the one that ends up on top. Like, he ends up being king when Gideon would be Macbeth in this case. He had too much power, and then he lost it. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's like, I, I love Star Wars. (laughs) <laughs> and I love being able to like I do. I really do. <laughs> and I think it's really cool how and I mean we're gonna mention we're gonna do a later project on this hopefully soon. But I really do love how when Star Wars is inspired by history, like what they pull from mm-hmm. and how they do it is just amazing. And like Absolutely. they don't when they pull like, they don't pull from history all the time, but when they do, mm-hmm. 
they like do it correctly, which I think is just like amazing, and yes. I love it. It's Chef's kiss. I love Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars is for everyone. Chef's kiss. Yes. Amazing. Uh, Juliana, thank That's... you for that Shakespeare reference. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Um, Macbeth. Macbeth is my favorite Shakespeare play. I love that one. Um, I could talk about it all the time. So. Hit me up in Discord. We'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah, guys. Um, I'll I'll put the Discord thing in. Um, if you guys yeah, want to continue the conversation and stuff like that, like, uh, come come hang out with us in Discord. This is the kind of stuff we literally yeah. talk about all the time. If uh, Grace and yeah. uh, Gavin are not lighting things on fire, so <laughs> if we're not lighting things on fire, um, we're not yelling about redhead fictional characters at Gavin. <laughs> Uh, we're not yelling about like memes, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness! Like it's it's a good bunch of folks over there. Come join us. Definitely, yeah. So just hit that link in the chat, guys. Yeah. Um, if you want to join us, um, and then you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter if you want. Um, at Castle Run Weekly. Um, I am at Wookie Dan and Grace. If you want to give them your uh, socials. Most of the chat knows where I am already because, like, you guys are familiar with me. But I am at Amidala716 on Twitter. And then you guys can also find me as the head moderator and administrator for Kessel Run Weekly on Twitch as well as on Discord. Yep. So she, come she find runs me. the things. So she's the one that we try to keep happy so she doesn't just, like, you know, block me midstream or anything. <laughs> so don't block you midstream. Yes, Grace is our 3PO of the stream. (laughs) You're our protocol droid. She's always telling us the odds. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Or being like, hey, uh, historical reference. Or, hey, go something. Well, I love how I I said that and you went, kind of like, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. It depends. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, thank you guys. Oh, oh, Miru, thank you for subscribing. Oh, That's Miru. awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Enjoy the emotes. Uh, they were all made by Gavin, uh, who's in the chat and everything. Uh, well, all except for what? One of them, I think. We swapped out a bunch of them. Except for the emote. Yes. So yes, the the Padme one was a, a different one, but. Uh, the Baby Yoda and the the uh, Chewy one, uh, both of those are from our Discord, actually, uh, from Gavin. So thank you, Gavin. Yeah, thank you, Gavin. That's awesome. Thank you, Mira. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so, so guys, we're going to go ahead and we're going to wrap up stream and everything. Um, I, I know you, most of you have followed, so I appreciate that. Um, if you didn't already, go ahead and hit follow. It's completely free um, and let you know when we go live. I play video games on this channel a whole lot. We're definitely going to have to do this more often, this live show stuff. Like, I, I just love it. I miss talking Star Wars with you guys. Like, I feel so out of the loop now. And, I mean, on top of that, we've got so many Star Wars shows coming. So many. We like, do. It's, it, I, I can't wait to speculate about all of the things. All of them. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes, we I'm will so get Ahsoka excited. soon. Yes, Gavin. Um, so, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I really appreciate it. I hope you guys have a wonderful night. And until next time, may the Force be with you, always. Always.